Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Bratton Kiss Flea Circus. My name's Cliff. Hello, and I'm Brett. How are you doing on the Hawks Ridge? Um, on the Hawks Ridge, yes. Uh-huh. I have uh, also Copperberg here, oh, though, which is a little flavor? bit more upmarket, isn't it? Dark fruits. It's mixed fruits. Mixed fruits, okay. Yeah. Some light, some dark. <laughs> exactly. It's just an <laughs> amalgam of fruits. Okay. Nobody knows the combination. If all, there was but... a fruit in there, if you found out there's a fruit in there, that would make you go, ah! Uh-huh. What would that fruit be? Ah! Well, it, I, I don't like the kumquat. Okay. Feels Do you like the kumquat? Um... Not really, but it's not the most hated of fruit no. for me. But like, I don't like Malibu, right? And that's like pineapple stuff or coconutty stuff or whatever, isn't it? I've no idea. Well, whatever. I didn't like Malibu, so if it had pineapple, Malibu in, like is, Malibu a, is Malibu a, a fruit, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say what, it is. What's your thoughts on the kiwi? I don't have a sauce. You know, like a little man <laughs> that comes around and gives you kiwis. Like, is that what you have? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate, I the kiwi him. man. Don't fuck off every week. Uh, Keep kicking them, dear. I, I don't want to see any hairy fruit around here. <laughs> what about that one that we are talking about last week? That smelling one? The smelling fruit? Durian. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, not having it. You wouldn't want that either. Oh, I, I'm intrigued as to what it smells like. Horrible. It's hor- It's really horrible. It smells like oh, death. Like it smells like a like fruit death. died, and then then grew another fruit out the middle of it. Why? Why did? Why did people love it though? What's What's the thing with it? Well, there's Do you get as queer as something? folk, is there? Okay. Well, there you go. Hey, Cliff. I saw your dad on Sunday. Oh, did he? He came, my, yeah, he, he came to my house. He, he came to pick up some pot. Oh, did he? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, pots, I mean. Okay. <laughs> what, uh, what was he doing with them? He's, he's, well, he's retired, you know. He's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to grow a pot. <laughs> he's a man of leisure now, isn't he? So he's, he's mm-hmm. uh, getting into his gardening again, I think. Gardening so. and swimming. Mm-hmm. All, all for it. Um, what's 
I messaged you in the week to ask if you'd seen this thing about Neil Warnock. Yeah, I hadn't. And have you seen it now? No. I, I kept that. It was, I was hoping that you, you would surprise us. You kept it quiet. Like, you kept avoiding it like the likely lads in match of the day. So I haven't. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Well, I'm just going to read the story because it's weirder than I can make it sound. So Darren Ambrose, you remember him, footballer? Yes. Reveals uh-huh. love. I, actually, I'm reading like a boring version of it, if it can be boring. Hey, Cliff, he's not the cricketer, is he? That's someone uh, else, isn't it? Kurt, Curtis Ambrose. Curtis Ambrose. Hey, um, two Ambroses. Mm-hmm, it's, yep. Can I just stop uh, you there? Hey, Cliff, he's not the he's not the rice, is he? No, he's not. The, he's not the rice. No, uh, that's 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 a tin of Ambrose. Um, right. So this story says, "Perks of the job. I'm an ex Premier League star who used to let Neil Warnock cut my toenails. I was his favourite, and he took care of me." Um, mm. Darren Ambrose revealed he used to let Neil Warnock cut his toenails while at Crystal Palace. The former Eagle star says he was the manager's favourite player while they were both at the club. And that meant Ambrose, now 39, would get some special treatment compared to other players in the squad. But he was not ashamed to be in Warnock's good books as he enjoyed the perks of the role. He told TalkSport, Neil Warnock is absolutely brilliant. He's my favourite manager alongside Sir Bobby Robson. He is tremendous. I had done well for him, and if you did, he would repay you in terms of love. He was a chiropodist, and he used to do my feet. He would not let anyone else trim my toenails and stuff. He would do it. He would have his little glasses and white coat and a bag of nail tools, and he would do my feet. If it would rain in, he would pull me out of training so the rest would get wet, and I would be under the umbrella. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> um, we would get a bargain bucket. I think he means KFC. KFC. We would yeah. get a bargain bucket. But He's he not going to be abducted by aliens here, is he? <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> we would get a bargain bucket, but they would make whoever was getting it to get me hot wings. Me and him were the only ones who were allowed to have hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. What? <laughs> That's, That's it. it. <laughs> hey, you know what? It doesn't matter how good a manager you are, right? <laughs> There's no, nobody cutting my toenails ever, <laughs> apart from me. What if, right? what if they've got a little a white coat on, some glasses, and a little tool pack? It's like the old school style of management, isn't it? Where they would, they would get in there and sort of rub down the players and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we rubbed down, yes, but lots of those yeah. people have been arrested since then. But <laughs> 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 well, my favorite bit of it, I think, is he was a corruptionist. Was he like a real one, like a, a trained <laughs> He must have been, must he? After, I did see a bit with Warnock in the week where he was just because he's turned Huddersfield's fortunes around, yeah. doesn't he? And he yeah. was being interviewed and he was being interview. asked why <laughs> this is happening and stuff. It's just like because you've got a very good manager, haven't they? And I thought that's what it was that you were going to say. But... No, no, that was funny as well. I like that. So that's what I. I I think that's about all I've done this week. It's just read that one story. It's just read that's that it. thing. Well, <laughs> yeah. in the sun this week, Cliff, there was a, a write-up about a certain town. <laughs> See if you can guess who it is. This is the headline. No respect. Our once proud town is being ruined by drunks and addicts. Criminals use brazen tricks, but cops are nowhere to be seen. Where do you think that is? It is, what do you think it's, it is so shield, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the son have done a, a, a rather marvellous write-up. 
okay. about uh, South I Shields, okay. including a drug tunnel, which is where you know that tunnel next to the library. Oh yes, uh-huh. I've forgotten <laughs> about it. But yes, yeah. <laughs> where the, the a drug dealer has apparently put his mobile phone number on the wall, so people can just like ring and he'll turn up. Did it, uh, do people actually ring those numbers? I always wondered if, like, I know, it's like, like in the toilet, it's normally like, ring, ring for, for sex, for bum sex. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Just wait, lad, finish wiping me ass, and I'll give that a ring. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So yes, yeah. well, lovely hometown has been wrote about. Bloody hell! Well, it, it's, Bloody, it's, it's the Tories' fault, isn't it? That's definitely mm-hmm. the case. It is. We've talked about it, it in the is. week. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, we're going to talk about Dungeons and Dragons, aren't we? We are indeed D and D, but not what the were? game, and not the film, the cartoon. No, a cartoon. It's based on the role-playing game, isn't it? I loved it as a kid, but you didn't, did you? No. You, do you want to do a synopsis, or am I, am I <laughs> going to be doing it, one? It, it, it <laughs> is your turn, but I will do it because I'm. Um, That's you know, handy. <laughs> because you haven't uh, wrote anything about it, have you? No. So yes, Dungeons and Dragons is, is an animated TV series based on the role-playing game of the same name. The show focuses on a group of six friends who are transported to the realm of D&D. Mm-hmm. It follows their adventures as they try to find a way home with the help, in inverted commas, help, of uh-huh. the dungeon master. Oh, that makes it sound like he's. You doubt that he's trying to help them. <laughs> well, okay. I most certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> well, combatant, the evil Vengor. Mm. Is that how That's you pronounce the synopsis? that? Synopsis. Yes, it is. Okay. Just not. Would how you they disagree it with that? Sure. Would you? Is <laughs> it not? How, what do they pronounce it? They say Venger. 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 Yeah. Arson Venger. <laughs> Arson Venger. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was Bengal, but I'm not. But that's, you know, tit for tat in it. Yeah, it doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. So, yes, it was. It came out in 1983, ran for 27 episodes until 1985, over three series. And uh, yes, it's based on the the role playing game, which people know now because of Stranger Things. Is that right? Yes. Well, I think it's always been. Big in America, the role, the, the game, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Because there was that sort of moral panic thing in the 80s, wasn't there, where they blamed the D&D players for, like, murders and yeah. stuff like the that. the geeks. The geeks, yeah. Let's blame it all on the geeks. It's definitely their fault. Not bloody like So, I've ne- have you ever played Dungeons & Dragons, the role-playing no. game, I mean? No, never I played it. I've, so, that's why I've said I've got no idea whether this is anything like the game... At all? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's I got dragons what... in it. Uh-huh. We don't have any experience of the game, no. do we? No, not at all. <laughs> um... It's like, you can remember that one when we were kids, the, the cover of the, the box looked mint. It was called Hero Quest. Yes, loved it. I, I think should still should still be in my mom and dad's, I think. It was good. You got that, have you? I think it's, it's worth it, yeah. quite a bit of money, actually. These days, Cliff, if you have still got it, might still be there. Yeah, um, that was like a really simple version of this, wasn't it? Uh, mm. that you could just play for an hour, like most games that are worth playing, instead of like weeks and, and months, like Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not knocking it to be honest. I quite like the idea of doing 
that kind of game and your friends all getting together and keeping this game going for ages. Uh, fair enough, I, I don't mind it. Um, right. But like the hero doesn't mean you're and... a fucking murderer, does it? If you play, no, 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 no. definitely not. Um, so yeah, in the cartoon, these kids, well, there's a group of friends. There's a six friends. Um, six friends. They go to go in a a fairground ride called Dungeons and Dragons, which is the, in the the credits, of course, which sets it up like it does with all of these uh, cartoons of the era. Um, mm-hmm. And then they end up in in the realm in, of, in the realm of dragons. Yeah, and they're uh-huh. met by the dungeon master, who I have a sneaking suspicion that you're suspicious of yourself. <laughs> well, he's immediately there, isn't he? He's, uh-huh. he's, 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 I mean, why don't the thing? And he's cryptic. He gives them loads of cryptic clues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The, the idea of it is that they want to get home. They want to get yeah. out of the realm yeah, of Dungeons and Dragons immediately, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of strings them along for 27 episodes, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. It's definitely him who, who's brought them there. He gives them loads of magic weapons and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that, which the baddie wants, mm-hmm. putting them in immediate danger, that unnecessary yeah. of the dungeon yeah. master. Because presumably he could just send them back. Go, oh, yeah. Actually just turn around and go back that way where you, where you just came from. Well, we'll get to that at the end. Okay. We'll get to that at the end. And the reason for that is they, they, when it was cancelled, there was an episode which was supposed to conclude everything. Mm, but I it read wasn't about released. that. I like the sound of that. Yes, it wasn't released. And that sort of ties everything up. But it was cancelled before that that was sort of released type thing. But there's a, a version of it on YouTube, like a fan-made one. Okay. Which is quite good, actually. It kind of splices episodes together and All things right. like that. Oh, I like the sound of that. So it, it is sort of concluded if you watch that one, which I did. So I'll tell you about that at the end. Okay. Right. So this one that we watched, apparently it's the first episode, but it's, it's straight in there. It's lacking in context, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is. But do uh, you really need to bother with that? I, I mean, the, the, the intro is like in all these great fantastic 80s mm. cartoons it's exactly what you need as a kid you know what's happening they've got into a ride somehow they're in dungeons and dragons uh-huh. in this new realm this little guy is gonna help them in inverted commas mm-hmm. like we said before do you know what i mean and they've got a uh, the cute character which is the unicorn no oh, obviously you love the cute characters don't you um, exactly yeah uh where does the unicorn come from he just appears. No explanation. Just appears. There's no, no explanation, explanation, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, there might be, but, I, I, you know. So the I'm unicorn sure. was uh, part of my favourite bit of the episode. Was it? Why? It was a bit where it was sitting on its, was sitting up like mm-hmm. a human would on its, like, on its back legs, as if that's the right word. And it was clapping with its hooves. You like <laughs> that, that was, did you? <laughs> I think that was quite nice. <laughs> hey, do unicorn ship rainbows, Cliff? Do you think? I think that's where they come from, isn't it? Yeah, I think they do as well. Um, so, yeah, the, the six friends in, and this fucking little shit unicorn. Um, what do you think of the friends? What are they called again? Let's go through them. They're called Hank. He's the mm-hmm. one that everybody will probably know. He's the lad with the, the blonde ranger. hair. Uh, the blonde hair in the popular style of the day, either like He-Man or Roy of the Rovers. Or this yeah. guy, 
Um, and yeah. he's dressed, he's a bit like the Robin Hood kind of character. Yeah. Yeah. The Ranger. Mm-hmm. Then there's Eric, who's a cavalier, uh, who's an absolute wanker. He is an absolute wanker. I can't remember. He's a rich him. wanker. You can't remember him. No, I can't remember him. I, I, well, he's horrible, so I'm not bothered that I can't remember him. Then there's Diana, uh-huh. the acrobat. She's yeah. quite good, isn't she? Well, she's got the least amount of clothes on, so I like her the best. Okay. Very exotic as well for a young boy in South Shields. Um, yes. Uh-huh. Presto, the magician. Mm-hmm. He's a, a moron, that fella. Absolute moron. And in this, a useless the episode, magician. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, spells and stuff always go wrong, don't they? Mm-hmm. That's his shtick. Uh, Bobby, the barbarian, who's a young lad who has a big, uh, what's it called? Club? Club, yes. Uh-huh. Club. Um, and Sheila, the thief. Weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that the thief <laughs> is one of the people. That <laughs> It must, I mean, obviously within the game of Dungeons and Dragons, that must be one of the classes, I, so. I think you call them. Um, yeah, I suppose Which you so. can be. Never thought you of know? that. Well, uh-huh. That would be right. Um, and then the Dungeon Master, who's a horrible little bald fella. Awful. Don't who, like him. Obviously should have been played by Danny DeVito at some point, shouldn't mm-hmm. he? Or Warwick Davis, of course. Or Warwick Davis, yes. Um, and then the baddies, there's... Ben, I'm gonna call him Vengo. Okay, that's what I'm gonna call him. Okay, vinegar. I I could call him vinegar. There's there's him, and in this point, there's a a five-headed dragon called Tiamat, Mm -hmm. which again I presume must be in the game because I don't understand where that name would come from. A Turkish dragon. It's uh, it's horrible. The noise that that makes is disgusting. Really don't like that. <laughs> Do you not agree? You don't like the noise that I make. I hate, I hate it. It's horrible. It's like blood curdling. Don't like it Is at it? all. Mm. Oh, right. And it's got uh, many heads, hasn't it? Five heads, That's yeah. Dragon. They all do different things. They all breathe uh-huh. different things. Yeah. One, you know what one of which is acid. Acid? <laughs> 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 which I loved. It's Lightning, acid, it's, fire, it's, ice. What's the other one? Oh, noxious cats. Noxious no. <laughs> I like the description on uh, Wikipedia. So to her, her five heads are a white head breathing ice, a green head breathing toxic grass, a central red head breathing toxic fire. grass. <laughs> <laughs> you want to breathe go. toxic grass, do you? Don't, don't play Jesus. on the grass. A blue Your dad will be background. <laughs> I tell you, the toxic grass. <laughs> and also the this dragon. Vengo, as you will want to call him, is also uh, not in, what's the opposite of cahoots? At loggerheads with this dragon as well. He hates it. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely it's, hates it's it. the only being in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons that he fears, apparently. So Vengo. You said you liked it when you, when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. I loved I, it. I remember watching it, and I remember it being massive. I I've, I mm-hmm. feel like it was massive, um, but I don't. It was just never my favorite of all the cartoons and stuff that was on. Uh, uh-huh. I think it's a bit too serious. Also, it's a bit. It's like, it's, it's actually pretty scary. I think it's the stuff that goes on. Well, that's the thing. That's that's probably why I I liked it because Venga, who I'm now calling Venga because I've realised okay. my mistake, is a. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was quite scary, wasn't he? He had like vampire teeth. Yeah, he's good. And he looked he's a really like good Dracula. Buddy. Yeah, and he 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 was he was actually quite scary. So I liked it well. for that reason. I also like the you know the magic of it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite one was the wizard. Strangely enough. As a kid, even though his spells and stuff like well, that think, you know, didn't like, go right. I think you probably didn't. Like, it's meant to be a bit funny, isn't it? That his spells mm-hmm. don't go right. But they end up normally, whatever he does by mistake, sometimes still help normally. Uh, I think he's a, an absolute idiot at this. Like, don't, uh-huh. don't like I, the. What's his name? I didn't Hank. like Bobby as a kid because he was like, yeah, he's even, even me as a little kid watching it, I was thinking. Oh, what's this tiny kid be doing? Uh, it, sure you know what I mean, they wouldn't be him. Uh, yeah, he's like too noisy and too shouty. Mm-hmm. Um, it also, it says he's occasionally impulsive, which frequently puts him and his friends in danger. So that's good. Um, and in this episode, yeah. so we watched the first episode called "The Night of No Tomorrow," mm-hmm. where, well. It's, it's there's loads of peril in this. There's a constant use of the word peril and everything I read about this stuff. <laughs> there is and, a lot of peril. And uh so the they're climbing up some kind of rock, uh and the dungeon master appears and he's like, Well, you should uh watch out for the bad guy, Venger. Like you'll you'll know him because of his white hair. Yes. So, uh, then next thing you know. They've got there's a floating castle and it's Merlin's castle, and he looks mm-hmm. like he's got white hair. And they're like, "Oh shit, we better not trust him. He's got white hair." And then Merlin goes, "No, I've just got one of them daft hats." With this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to two dollars a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The hair's attached to it. Makes us look like I have no balls. One of them daft hats. <laughs> I've just got uh-huh. one of them daft hats, has he? Uh-huh. It makes him look like he's not bald, but his hair attached to the hat. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, well, that's good because we thought you might have been the buddy. Guess what, Brett? He is the buddy, isn't he? Of course he, <laughs> he is. is the buddy. I mean, they trust him anyway, don't they? They trust and him he... anyway. And yeah. even when he says, hey, presto, um, which you should have said, because that's the saying, uh, if I can teach you how to be a proper wizard that doesn't fuck up all the time, but you'll have to live with me in this floating castle forever. And he goes, oh, okay, then, even though he looks really sad that he's doing it, he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, he's only doing that because he wants to get them home, isn't he? He wants to become a, a better wizard to eventually get them home. Oh, I think Instead, what does he do, Brett? He unleashes all of the dragons that he have does. been captured for, like, years and years and years, thousand years. On, on a town called Helix, On a town he? called Helix. And it Which previously it. Merlin has banished. He unleashes yeah. them, but obviously he's been tricked by Venga, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. That's the he thing. Has. He's been tricked. The the spells are being swapped over and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He does so, a spell. It unleashes them. Those dragons destroy an entire town and displace all of the little previously happy troll people. Um, mm-hmm. But as it's all it's quite sinister. I think that's maybe why I don't love it so much. There's an air of sinister. sinister but, it is it's like not sinister. Got, How is it sinister? It's it sinister. Like it, it's a, an adventure. You've got to have peril in an adventure, otherwise it won't be an adventure, would it? I know. Well, I, I maybe I just want something more easygoing. That's all I'm saying. Huh. So you even as a kid, did you find that it was a little bit perilous? I think so. I think that must be why I didn't love it. I just remember not really liking it that much. I didn't really like it now when we watched it. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a new film coming out, isn't it? That's why it was kind of top of my mind because there's a film coming out now or in the next couple of weeks or couple something. Couple of weeks, yeah. Which bizarrely has got Michelle Rodriguez as the lead role. She always gets them, doesn't she? She always gets them. She was in Resident Evil and all that kind of stuff, wasn't she? Passing the Furious and things, wasn't she as well? Mm-hmm. So she gets just, them. She gets. She's getting the judge. She got a good agent. Give her that. <laughs> and, and also these characters make a cameo in that film I've read as well. I don't, I don't think they're I read any that kind of and I didn't understand what anything. it meant. So they, uh, there must just be a shot of them, you know? Because can you remember I think I went to the, the cinema with you, Cliff, to watch the old uh, Dungeons and Dragons film. Well, yes, I'd Did I go with you that and it was, was shocking. It was terrible, wasn't it? I think uh, true or false, Jeremy Irons was in it. Ah, uh, you know what? I kind of forgot about it, but yes, we did go mm-hmm. and watch this. I'm just looking it up now. Uh, who's in it? It was awful. It was really, really bad. It, it, yeah, Marlon Wayans. I can't remember anything about it. <laughs> well, there you go. Immediately <laughs> terrible. Marlon Wayans. Rubbish. 
Jeremy Irons as Mage Profion. But I don't why if but why if these are the characters, like why are they not or they just made these characters up for the cartoon. They would, I, I think, maybe I don't know, but I mean, with any sort of role-playing game or whatever, you, all you need is the the sort of the classes or whatever. You need wizards, you need dungeons, and you need dragons, don't you? For it to be Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah, definitely need those but things. This, <laughs> but this thing, this cartoon, obviously, I was expecting at the time. To, to go and see a live action version of the cartoon. Yes. But it wasn't that. And that but is the new one that? Well, it, it's in that particular realm, I would imagine. If, uh, if you know, these characters make a, a sort of cameo in it, mm-hmm. I would guess. Okay. But there must no be other realms, mustn't there? There's there been many realms of Dungeons and Dragons, mustn't there? There so, was three... Uh... There was three of those films back in the, after that one. Yeah. Scored two sequels. <laughs> but I think they were incredibly low budget. The, the, the second looks, one and the third I haven't one. just clicked on them, yes. <laughs> certainly look that way. Yeah. They're like, you know, films that you'll you'll see on like Blaze or something in the UK or whatever. Or Legend, what do you think of uh, films that have have two directors? <laughs> well, that obviously means that... <laughs> They've either sacked the first director, haven't they, <laughs> halfway through, and that's why there's there's two people. Or I mean, it's different. I mean, like, is it the Marvel ones have the Russo brothers or something? That yes. or, or the there's the um, what's that one that we watched with the uh, predestination? That's two siblings as well. Yeah. Directed. Well, actually, this is the two fellows who do this, Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, they're doing the new film. They, they're just two people who work together. Do you know what they work on? Brett? Horrible Bosses well. and Horrible Bosses 2. <laughs> <laughs> Your favourite films? <laughs> I don't know why I didn't know this. I'm, going, I'm booking me tickets for this film now. <laughs> hey, it, it's supposed to be good. I mean, it's very yeah, difficult okay. to tell, isn't it? But these blockbusters and stuff like that, like They'll come out. They might be terrible, but like people will give them good, super high ratings or whatever. Well, and then you get the Mario flip side thing? of that, don't you? Where people try and like, you know, make people not go and watch the film, even though it's decent yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you you kind of you kind of rely on IMDb no, until well, you've the, watched it. The um this Mario film when that trailer came out, everybody was going mad about the accents. Uh. Like when that Sonic trailer came out, people go mad mm-hmm. about that. So this Mario trailer came out, and the film came out last weekend. It was the biggest opening day of any animated film ever, ever. Uh, mm-hmm. So obviously people, I don't know who it is who's going to see it, whether it's kids or whatever, but obviously people want to go watch these things. Like, uh, I mean, well, I mean, as a kid, Lennon loved the Mario games, the his favourite things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I said to him today, oh, you're going to go and watch the Mario film or whatever? And he says, oh, I think I might go with my mates and stuff. So it's like that nostalgia thing. Yeah, okay. Or like, for like everybody really, because like, you know, well, me and you know the Mario stuff. Remember that cartoon that was out? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Kids and stuff. Yeah. So there the was, the, I mean, I'll probably watch it, you know, and I'm not a massive fan of like yeah, yeah. cartoons, animated TV or, or films rather. 
I'm I'm fan of like the Dungeons and Dragons and He Man and mm-hmm. the stuff that we'll watch when we're kids. Mm-hmm. But I'll still probably watch it. I watched the first Sonic film as well. And I quite enjoyed it. What's that? Didn't did, watch did, the second one. Did it change his mouth or something? Was that what the problem was that everybody hated? The, yeah, the, the, I think that it originally the released like shots of Sonic or whatever, screenshots of him or whatever you call them. And it didn't look like Sonic, so they had to change that because of the fans' reaction. Okay. So they changed it midway through. Do you know what I mean? Because of the feedback. But the thought of Jim Carrey. Did, Carrey's did, in it, did so the thing Jim Carrey look like Doctor Robotnik? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, I don't think he did in the the, the first one. He does in the second one, doesn't he? Really? Uh, no idea. But I haven't, I haven't actually. I've only seen like the cover of of the. I of feel the like film. I feel like there's more of a story with Mario Brothers and Sonic. I mean, I used to love Sonic when it came out, but all it was was running, running fast to collect rings. Like Mario Brothers, he was he's got a real, he's something. got Sonic got a release the animals at the end, though, hasn't he? That's, oh, that's if, it. I mean, if you played the game, but <laughs> yeah, when you beat Robotnik at the end of the level or whatever, mm-hmm. you jump on this thing and all these animals mm-hmm. come out. So he's doing doing something with the animals. But yeah, but what is the story of Mario? It's like a princess gets kidnapped. Go free the princess from really. the, the dragon man. <laughs> but but that's it, really, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It, it, you've got a, a base. Of st- I mean, look at that that Super Mario Brothers film with Hoskins and that. That was a <laughs> fucking mess. Well, Hoskins. It? And I mean, it's John, horrific, John really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you? If you remember back that film, it, it's terrifying, really. It's like them Gumba things. Yeah, yeah. In the game, little tiny things, but. In that film, there were like huge lizards with tiny heads. (laughs) (laughs) In a world of like slime and sludge and stuff, it was it was horrible. Maybe we should do that film. (laughs) I I think we should. Yeah, I mean, Dennis Hopper's the buddy. Yeah, 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 it's like the the start of CGI with him turning into like the, you know, the body and stuff like that, and a lizard. It's a weird, really weird film. From recollection, like it really is, and shit. The other <laughs> one I think we should do is is Howard the Duck because that's another one very similar. Oh. Obviously, it's, it's been like I it's loved like, it as a kid, you know. It's like shagging and that. Is it? I, well, that's it. It's got weird bits in, man. But we, I haven't seen that in years. Howard the Duck. I remember that was a flop when it came out, and I remember as that's a kid, George I Lucas and to, stuff. I wanted to watch it. Um, and I remember my dad, mom, and dad saying like, "No, it's a, it's a grown up, like for grown ups." I'm like, "Yeah," but it's got like a big cartoon duck in it, or a top mm-hmm. cartoon. Uh, yeah, so yeah, there's like um, really horrible bits in Howard the Duck, definitely. But uh, it, it'll be worth watching again, I think. So you like? Oh, this we're not still? talking about that. No, one. no, but yeah. Like... I love, I love this cartoon. I think it's mint, right? Good. I think it's absolutely class. Obviously, the bit with the hair and stuff is as a kid. It's a cryptic message and stuff like that. He's talking about the way of the white hair. Merlin's got a white rabbit, which you assume is a rabbit, but then he says, "Oh no, it's it's not a rabbit. It's a hair." So that's what you've got to be aware of. Of course, they didn't know what that was. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. You know, it's a. I remember it being at school, and I, I think me and my mate Carl Johnson used to talk about it all the time. We used to love it. So, and he actually asked, "Would it 
to talk about this a good while back. So. Oh, did he? Okay. No. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's just another one of those things that I really liked as a kid. It's up there, you know, with He-Man and stuff like that and Brave Star. And it's definitely up there for me. I really, I, I enjoyed watching it again. Okay, good. Well, I thought it was all right, but I can see why I didn't like it when I was a kid. And I de- definitely didn't like that Cavalier fella. Um, oh, he's a prick, isn't he? He is. Um, he's a massive prick. Brett, Do you want us to tell you about the end? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. So, uh, in the end, because obviously it was cancelled, you know, without any conclusion at all mm-hmm. as to whether they get home or, you know, anything like that. So there's this thing on YouTube which you can watch if you want to understand what happens. Or you could just listen to me explain it to you now. <laughs> so <laughs> Venga is the dungeon master's son. Right? Okay. Yes. All right. So that's the big reveal. Obviously, throughout the, the, the series and stuff, Venga wants the magic weapons, the club and the hat and the bow and all that kind of stuff. So... In in the last episode, what they've got to do is redeem Vengar, Vengar right? Mm-hmm. They've got to redeem him, and they do that okay. in some way that I, I don't know. But they do that, and he turns into his like normal human self oh, when they okay. do that. And then the dungeon master just basically goes, "Well, you can go home now, then, because you this was your quest all along. This is what you were here to do." Not fight them, but redeem them. Okay. So the dungeon master just lets them go home, apart from the wizard who stays because he wants to be a proper wizard. Oh, does he? <laughs> All yes. right, then. So that's okay. it. That's the conclusion. Well, I quite like that ending, but they never got to make it. Was it always going to be the ending, or is that something that the kid? Yeah, yeah. Up it was, with? It, no, no, it was it, it was written by the people who wrote the whole thing and stuff. So it was always going to be the ending. It was just cancelled before they aired that particular episode. All right, so well, I quite like go. that. I think that would have been good. I might watch that episode that somebody's mm-hmm. made of it. Um, <laughs> Brett, I've got a very quick quiz about dragons. Go on then. It's about dragon films. See if right. you know what what the name what the name of the film is from a little brief description. Okay. Oh no, my screen's frozen. Uh, oh shit! Right, I'm not doing very well with I'm not doing very well with the technology today. As a journalist, your first thing that you should have is a pen, piece of paper, isn't it? <laughs> it is, but I'm I'm reacting against it. What to do? Um. Right. Okay. This 2002 film. Right, I'll stop you there. Is it Rain of Fire? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it? It's absolutely class. Is it? Really? Absolutely class. I love it. Oh, I've never seen it. It's Christian Bale. It's like Christian, one of Bale. Christian Bale films I've never seen. I love I think it's brilliant. Oh. And Matthew McConaughey, isn't it? Yeah, and Jared Butler. Mm-hmm. I love okay, it. Then. All right. Well done. One out of one. Hmm. 1984. Mm. All right. 1984 is about a smile, a flying look dragon who look helps dragon. At, at, atray you on this quest. And the dragon's called Falco. You I know am... what it is? 
I can guess, but it's I don't Wolfgang know. Beat us in movie. Oh, I was going to say Ridley Scott. I'm going to say Legend, but I don't know. Oh, it's a never-ending story. Is it? Is that about dragons? Well, he's a dragon, isn't he? Oh, that for... thing's a dragon mm-hmm. that looks like a dog. Well, this is a conversation I've had many a time with Jane. I think it's a dog. Because it looks like a dog? A dragon. Well, apparently it's a dragon. I've never seen the never-ending story. Oh, uh, what, what I used to love it when I was a kid. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Nineteen ninety-six. The story of Draco, a dragon who dared to share his heart to help keep a human prince alive. Oh, is that the Dennis Quaid one? It is Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Dragon. Something. Dragon Stone or something like Dragon Heart. Yeah. Dragon Heart. Yes. Well done. Okay. You've got two out of three. Ain't bad, like Meat Love said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, now we go. 1977. One of the more light-hearted dragon films, but not without its darkness. Between the abuse of a backwoods adopted family and the threat of having his dragon murdered, mutilated, and eaten as magical medicine, Pete's childhood wasn't exactly a rosy one. Is it Pete's dragon? It is Ma- dragon. I like the magical medicine. <laughs> is that what the gummy bears has? Uh, it's gummy berry juice. Okay. Uh, magical you got, medicine. You've got three out of four so far. <laughs> We've got one more now from 2006. An adaptation of a young adult novel of the same name. Classic tale of a young boy fighting to defend his people and home against invaders, but with a high fantasy twist. He's bonded to a dragon known as Sephira, and they develop a kinship as they quest to thwart impending evils. I don't know. It's too long-winded. I've got no um, idea. I know. It's, it's probably shit. It's called Aragon. It sounds absolutely oh, I've heard shit. of it. I've heard of it. Yes. I've well, there you go. It. you got three out of five. That's all right, Brett. Thanks. Before we finish, do you want to... Mm-hmm. Jeremy Hines is in that as well. And Malkovich, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> it's your favourite. Those two. In one yeah. <laughs> together. Do you want to introduce the music before we go? Yes, of course. Uh, this week we've got the uh, music from uh, Matt McManaman, who's a former lead singer with the Dead Sixties. Yeah, brilliant. Really like, band. Yeah, love them. Uh huh. And he was uh, also a former lead guitarist with the Specials as well. For amazing. For yeah, when they were touring up. Yes, and this is his new single. It's called Step Into My Heart, and it's from his new album, Scally Folk, of which you're one, Cliff. Oh, well, thank you very much. I'll I'll take it. Well, thank you very much. The music's great, so listen to that. Thank you for listening again. Brett, thank you for your dragon enthusiasm. Thank you. All right, see you next time. Bye-bye. Right, bye. Nothing makes much sense and there's no I can't make it stop, I'll blame myself Got a picture of you in my mind, it's never leaving me There's no point in acting loud mouth Because time changes step into my heart You're pulling the strings, I don't think so Time changes, step into my heart You're pulling the strings, please don't let go There's no place to hide, I get the feeling Emptiness when crippled 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.